Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 23. Today we've got uh, Yeg Fitness Magazine and its founder and editor TJ Sadler talking to us. So we get into how the magazine operates within the city of Edmonton, about the athletes and fitness professionals that they feature. We talk about some industry trends, the YEG Yeg Fitness Awards that are coming up soon, and generally keeping the finger on the pulse of what's going on in the Edmonton fitness community. So stay tuned and enjoy. Shut up and sit down. Hi, everybody. Oh, welcome to our next episode of the Fitness Devil Podcast. Today, we've got a local uh, personality. It's uh, TJ Sadler from uh, Yeg Fitness Magazine. He's the founder and editor. And uh, if any of our listeners who aren't from Edmonton are wondering what the hell YEG is, that's just the designation yeah. for Edmonton. <laughs> so uh, hopefully you stick around. we got a lot of cool stuff here. And uh, of course, obviously, for our Edmonton people, this is a magazine that we actually would like you to check out because they feature a lot of really cool people. And it's sort of got its thumb on the pulse of what's going on for Edmonton Fitness. So uh, welcome, TJ. Thanks great to have you. Us. Yeah, great to be out here. And uh, well, one of the big things I think we're curious about is so what is your fitness background? Like, where does this all come from? Yeah. So, I mean, I've got a, uh, I've got a science degree from the U of A. I'm a, a teacher, educator. I've been teaching for 21 years. So between the two of those, I've, I've got, you know, some, some good knowledge of the science component of exercise, nutrition, wellness, uh, the teaching component, you know, with the education parts. Um, you know, I love, I love helping people, um, you know, understand, understand what, what fitness is about, understand or help, you know, uh, motivating and inspiring, inspiring people. So, you know, don't have, I don't have any personal training experience. I don't have a background in that per se. I don't need that yeah, for what you're doing. No. And you know, we, that's, we don't try to, we don't try to make the magazine about that either. It's, it's about providing people with information, you know, we're a source of information. Well, you're marshalling what the city has for mm-hmm. skilled personal trainers for, uh, medical practitioners who complement the fitness industry really well and connecting those people to uh, the people who are interested in those services. So right. it doesn't even necessarily stand that you would necessarily need to be the service provider yourself. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, there's so many, there's so many uh, good people, so many knowledgeable people in the city who, who know what they're doing, who are doing good jobs with their, with the, in their industries. You know, we're just trying to make the, the connection between, you know, using the magazine basically as like a launch pad to, to make those connections for people that are looking for, looking for help, looking for support in the fitness. And, and that's not too different than the reason why we started this. So it's, it's kind of interesting, the parallels of that. Yeah. But let's talk about <laughs> a magazine. So in a world where everything's switching digital, yeah. you decided to create a magazine in Edmonton nonetheless. So what inspired you to kind of make a magazine about YG Fitness and like connect the people in Edmonton. Yeah, we did it totally backwards. We start we started digital. We started off as just a blog. Um, yeah. We started with Twitter. We actually, I had no clue how to use Instagram. My daughter taught me how to use Instagram <laughs> about, I don't know, three years ago. And we just did totally Twitter and uh, uh, website blog. And luckily she talked me into, into incorporating Instagram into it and, uh, you know, that's, I mean, nowadays we see Instagram way more, way more popular than just the, the Twitter feeds, but we started it off that way digitally. Uh, we knew at the time when we started it, we wanted it to be something that was local. That was kind of something that was missing. Yeah. Anything fitness, you pick up a fitness magazine or you check out a blog back four years ago when we started Yeg Fitness. Um, it was all Toronto, 
Vancouver, uh, Los Angeles. That's I mean that's where you're picking up most of your information from. Yeah. And people in Edmonton really uh, you know, come together with community. I mean it's not something new in Edmonton. It's something like City TV that you know has failed everywhere in the across the country. <laughs> you know still has has a reach here, and I think it only. It only happens in a place like Edmonton where we've got community. I never thought of that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's I mean, no offense to other cities. I mean, yep. Calgary, for example, I mean, they just, they don't have that same kind of sense. I mean, maybe it's evolving over the past couple of years, but we knew when we started it off, Edmonton had that that sense of community already, already happening. So we did a blog, we did a, uh, a social media. We realized if we wanted to get it bigger and, and make it, you know, more of a... Um, uh, more noticeable you know around the industry we needed to do something larger so we decided to do a digital magazine which at the time we approached uh actually approached a bunch of the oilers for a training camp challenge um andrew ferens yeah. was the only guy who got back to me and can i swear oh yeah absolutely oh, awesome, awesome. i was wondering i was wondering <laughs> i was like holy shit andrew, andrew ferens responded to me so he uh, he he started November Project at the time. If you've ever taken Absolutely. November Project, oh sorry, yeah. I've heard of it. I yeah, yeah, heard of it yeah. So. You know the the issue was six in the morning. I'm a teacher full time, so that's that's been tough to make it out to it. But he said, I'll give you an interview as long as you come out to to November mm. Project. And they had just started. I think it was their third workout. And it's like I'm bringing coffee. I'm bringing muffins. Yeah. Totally not the November <laughs> Project thing. But um, went out for an interview, and we were chatting a little bit, and gave the idea of you know sort of starting with a digital magazine he's being environmental environmental guy uh from a business standpoint print is fucking expensive yeah so he's like you know what started you know working it through through the digital way so we did it for about a year digital and we still had the idea of doing print in the back of our heads so what two years ago in january we launched it as a print magazine still you know targeting the magazine to a specific audience and dropping it off at, you know, not Safeway. We're not putting it in where somebody's going to use it to start yeah. their start their fire at night. Well, it's, it's, I mean, I was just flipping through a copy at Evolve South. Yeah. So they're down there, yeah. and I'm sure they have them at L2. At L2, don't L2 yeah. 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 So, yeah, if you're getting into those kind of places, people are getting exposed to it, and there's people waiting around for uh, an appointment for a massage therapist and whatever, and they can flip through this. Yeah, so yeah. it's getting in front of people yeah. that way. Yeah, exactly. And that was our that was our goal, really, at the, at the beginning was to, well, and still, was to, uh, to, in, show people what's happening in the city you know if if you're if you're going in for some training well maybe you need some preventative or you need some some uh some therapy to you know deal with a hip or something so that you can gain get some gains with your squats or massage therapy or nutrition kind of providing everybody with a little bit of everything that's happening in the city no amazing well, you know, we're obviously talking about the magazine, and it features a broad spectrum of athletes. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of fitness professionals, medical professionals. How do you navigate the balance between providing interesting content that reaches people? And originally, I was going to ask this as filtering out the trending messages to ensure that the content is credible. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also really important to embrace what's trendy and what's out there and explore it to separate the stuff that is good yeah. versus the stuff that may not really be particularly useful or isn't going to stick around. So how do you navigate all that sort of stuff? Yeah. And it, I mean, it, you're right. It's, it's hard because I mean, we all, we we're old enough that we've lived through many cycles <laughs> in the fitness and wellness industry. You know, one decade people are doing Atkins diet and then Atkins diet goes away and then comes back with a different name, but basically the, yeah. the same kind Keto of diet, right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. So same thing with fitness. I mean, with fitness, there's, it goes through 
through trends, you'll hear about, you know, this, this particular type of workout and how it burns X number of calories for days after the workouts. And, um, you know, it's, it's, again, we try to, we try to be a source of information. We're always going to run into that where people are like, you know, that what you're posting there, that's bullshit. And we get, you know, some people who are in your industry who will, who will say things like that. And, and of, of course, ah, it's, it's tough. We want to, we got to walk a fine line because some people find value in Absolutely. certain components of exercise and they have their own beliefs. We want to just basically provide information and let people make an informed decision. At the same time, we don't like the Dr. Oz effect. Yeah. Right. And I mean, we like to make sure that the stuff that we're putting in the magazine or that we're putting online has been has been vetted is is scientifically sound reasonably scientifically sound i mean a lot of stuff that's out there too maybe new research and there may not be a lot of you know um a lot of experimentation a lot of investigation that's gone into it and we're providing again as a as a source or we're a source for providing some of that information for people to to ask the questions, right? Ask the people that are that are in the industry what they think about it. Well, if you aren't touching on the stuff that's out there, even some of the stuff that may not necessarily be well vetted yet, because yeah. a lot of the new sort of stuff is, we haven't had time to research or to really test it. But if you're ignoring that stuff or pretending it's not there, but people are still looking at it, seeking it out, you miss the opportunity to yeah. be relevant to those people. So it stands to reason that you're going to explore within reason yeah most of the information that's out there so that way again you can connect your audience to it but you can put yourself in a great position to be able to say well you know what this probably isn't going to help you a whole lot yeah and here is why yeah and we've never you know we've never been we've never been afraid to really take on take on any any issues we've never been afraid to to post something that might be uh might be a you know might 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 well, there's politically there's, incorrect. Yeah. If that's if that's Absolutely. the right thing, well, fuck you know, if it's going to start a conversation, probably, right? <laughs> probably one of the well, worst and, trends in yeah, society right now. But it goes is that conversation political correctness. Yeah. Well, even of trends, like I think what the new one is is the 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 bouncy trampoline oh, yeah, shoes yeah. thing, which is <laughs> like if you but like it gets people doing stuff. Yeah. And like I could say stuff about bar the bar classes. Like I wouldn't do that, but you know what? There's a lot of people that would do that and yep. not do strength training. Yep. And whether or not one's more effective than the other, it doesn't matter. If they're not going to do the one, it ain't going to matter what and, and they you, like. Hey, you know what? Not a not a plug for the bar classes, yeah. but you're going to kick your ass if you go to one. I well, mean, that's what I mean. I just but it wouldn't help my squat, but yeah, it, no, but it helps course, some but it, but it's and, it's a fit, and that's where fitness gets kind of isolated for some people, yeah. especially trainers like, well, no, it's strength and conditioning and it's like, well, it's actually a little bit more. Yeah. We're personal trainers, not necessarily. Fitness is huge yeah. in terms of what it is. Yeah, exactly. Bar class that might get not a number it. of women. <laughs> no, it might get a number of women, and perhaps even the occasional guy who otherwise would never touch a weight or anything else into the gym or yeah. into that environment mm-hmm. and working out. Pole classes, same sort of thing. That that gets some people excited that otherwise might never think about it. Yeah. So I I actually support. <laughs> yeah, sure. Pole class. That sounds fantastic. So, uh, I I support all these sort of things. Uh, again, I'm only a hard ass about the stuff that I see as being potentially right. extremist or dangerous. But it's like Pokemon Go and everybody shitting on Pokemon Go when it came out. Pokemon Go may have done more to get people active and lose weight than any other single fitness trend, even more so than CrossFit, because it's catering to a group of people who don't fucking do I think Dean Somerset, local trainer, he wrote an article on Pokemon Go. Exactly. And just like lit up everyone, which was like, 
it's one of the best things I think for fitness ever, right? Because I think it was like mil- like we're talking like tens of millions of people were walking, and yeah. they could track the GPS, and they, they weren't. Well, yeah, Dean they said this on our podcast, and of course, see, usually I'm the one who sneaks the Dean Somerset reference in every episode. But Guido got it at first. It's a running joke that we have. He's he appears in every episode in some shape or form. For anyone who's wondering about that one, uh, go listen to his episodes. They're good too. Uh, he even said this about it that uh, one of the things that kind of failed about Pokemon Go is they just didn't take it further. They, they, they kind of splashed it all out there, but then they didn't really go further with the the different avenues you could have taken or in-game content or whatever. Well, I don't yeah. think it was about fitness. Yeah, they, was, I don't think that was their goal. It was, it was, it was, it was about sure. dangling carrots to make people pay money. But and end up having even a, to get yeah. the game to, to grow and to continue on into this big entity, kind of the way something like World of Warcraft or uh, some yeah. of these other games do, right? That's the model they were going off of. Like, minus the pay per month, it was like the free to play model. Anyways, I'm a big gamer. But it worked, like I said, it had the op. If, if there was a way to like make World of Warcraft like fitness related, it yeah. would be nuts. Yeah. Well, there's a huge under- more companies haven't. One, it's a huge underserved. And I think the reason why it was because it's an underserved market. Mm-hmm. Like, gamers or cell phone gamers, I'm not going to say generally, but like, if <laughs> usually it's understood that if you're a gaming nerd, you're not as active. And then the second you have to be good at a game, you have to walk around. It was like instant fitness. It's one, crazy. One day, what they'll have is they'll have virtual reality pods where you're standing and walking around. I mean, we're almost there right now. And you're swinging your arms with a sword or waving your hands to cast magic spells. And that might save the human population. <laughs> <laughs> and undo obesity just in one single stroke if they ever figure that shit out because these guys are going to get real tired pretty quickly so well and that, and that goes to something I actually wanted to talk about was like stuff that's emerging in the industry and kind of you're kind of in the pulse of all this what do you think is going to be important over the next few years, years. but kind of w- walking forward like what's going to be the next trends because right now we're seeing cyclical things yeah. but what do you see next I see uh, I see video becoming huge yeah um, was it Peloton is that right Way to pronounce it, the bikes. Peloton. So I mean, Peloton. Oh, yeah. Peloton. Yeah. I mean, spin is spin is growing. Finally, in Edmonton, spin is growing. I mean, it's been big in other cities for a while, but um, you know, to to have the bike, have it at home. That's I mean, for me, that's that's part of the issue. I'm a teacher. Yeah. Do the magazine. I go to the gym four or five times a week, but then I get so many other things going on. It's like. I can't make it to the gym. So what can I do? Can I do something at home? Is there something? I mean, we've got YouTube, so you can watch YouTube workouts or whatever. But I think a lot of companies are going to start investing money into, um, I know L2 does yeah. it with their Instagram, right? They've got video components. Yeah. You know, you can do some some workouts, come in for some personal training. We'll show you a group workout. We'll show you how to do the actual workouts, you know, two yeah. days a week or whatever. And then you're able to, to continue with that at home. Um, but with with Peloton, you're you're riding with a group. You're on your own. You've got the screen on your bike, and you're checking in for a class that's happening in New York City. So, I mean, for for a number of people today, because we're so you know yeah. in, into our phones and and we're we're living in you know more isolated world. You know that sense of of being involved in a community and and having to to be in a room with a bunch of other people while they're working out maybe isn't as important for a lot of people as it as it was in the past. I think that that's going to be a trend that we start to see. You're seeing even some gyms now that are doing the, what is it? The not a virtual one, like virtual virtual classes. Yeah, virtual classes. Right? Uh, you see those at the Good Life gyms. Right, right. What do they do? Oh, is that the one where they like they like click a class and then yeah. they all do it on the yeah. yeah on the so screen. I mean, you you don't you don't Pedal have the, the time or you don't have like a you can't schedule to make it there for their yeah. yoga class or whatever it is. I mean, not yoga class, but whatever it spin classes. And you come in, you. Plex, press the button, three, four friends get in there and you do a spin class. Well, this is all part of the trend of like phasing out a lot of 
you know, jobs. But like, yeah, employment. And I mean, like, not to make this sort of a social or political issue, but yeah. I mean, you have all this controversy over rising, rapidly rising minimum wage rates, and yeah. you know, this is one of the things that can happen as a result of that being pushed too aggressively. Now, of course, there's someone going to be saying, "Oh no, people deserve a little bit." Well, yeah, absolutely, but it's very complicated stuff. But this is one of the dangers and the pitfalls of pushing too much too fast because yeah. pretty quickly you're going to see group exercise instructors phased out. I mean, right. the spin cycle thing, like there's people employed as spin cycle instructors. I train one and I know a handful of others. And if all of a sudden this, your spin bike in your yeah. home, which the barrier to that is the big investment of having it in the home. But if yeah. people get there and they're real enthusiasts, well, and maybe these studios go away. Well, I th- and, but I think what, what could, just like everything, you gotta, you gotta change with the times, yeah. right? If you're a print magazine or you look at, at, um, Except newspapers. For you, you choose from digital to print. Well, yeah, right? <laughs> but I mean, print, print magazines, newspapers, so many of them are, are going belly up because it's so expensive to operate. Everybody's going digital. So they need to move to a digital, a digital world. So if you are running a gym, again, what Peloton does is, you know, you buy your bike, which is, it's, it's expensive. They come and set it up, whatever, but then they have a monthly, monthly membership. So for you to be able to check into those classes, you're paying 30 bucks or whatever it is a month. They're now opening up their audience to probably more than they would be able to fit into their studios in the first place. So if, if fitness companies or fitness studios are maybe coming having a, a, a video component where people can do online training from their computer. Yeah. You got your big screen set up at home. You can do your workouts there. You know, there, there is, you know, some, I guess, ways for, for companies to kind of change, change with the times as well. And, and not necessarily be tied into a, a changing landscape with, you know, costs and loss of membership. Well, the companies that get on board with this stuff and stay current with these trends, the things that are going to probably change the industry, they're the companies that will be successful. And the yeah. companies that are, are slow to adapt to this stuff are going to get left up. behind. And one of the things I was going to say about, you know, you guys going to print and this sort of this idea, yeah, a lot of print is, the idea is that print is dying. And that's actually not entirely true no. at all. It's just about, it's changing. But anyone who does things really, really well with great content, there are publications like The Economist or... Yeah. Various other things that are, are going to be successful because they're going with it, and sometimes bucking the trend and creating a great product when otherwise there's less out there. Yeah. Well, that actually stands a reason that it could be done very, very well and be very successful. Right. So I don't think that just automatically having a print magazine means that you're uh, embracing a fading. Uh, no, just I mean, just like just like going to the gym. I mean, I I'm I can work out on my own. I, I like working out on my own. I don't like to talk to anybody. I put my earbuds in and I I get a good workout in. Um, I have a hard time working out at home because there's so many distractions and so many things to do. I can watch the, watch the Euler game or whatever. And yeah. then that takes me away from what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Whereas my wife is the reverse where she hates going to the gym. She'd rather take the you know half hour at home than the half hour drive to the gym, the half hour, half hour workout yeah. and then the half hour back. Right. So, I mean, just like, just like the magazine with print versus digital, there's people who are going to like the print like my wife. And there's people who are more digital, like myself. And to parallel that story, like I totally understand because we actually have a gym downstairs, and like I fitted it out with powerlifting yeah. stuff. Like it's great. And as I work at a gym, I don't use it anymore, obviously, yeah. but my wife did. And now she's coming to our group strike classes, and she's finding it better now because she's in a place where she wants to be around people. Yeah. She wants the coaching, and so yeah. like both styles fit stuff. Like at the time we were busy, and like we we could save, I would say, like seven hours a week. Just not driving the gym, changing the, yeah. the gas and all this stuff. But now she is wanting, wanting that other to. part and now her fitness is going through the roof in yeah. terms of how she feels about it. So it's kind of crazy. There will always be like those 
stable things that will always be there, but yeah. new things are arising. It, it goes to the whole idea that I mean, fitness is so much more than just going in and the workout experience on its own. Uh, a lot of people seek out gym environments community. or classes yeah. for commu- exactly yeah. community, which is a big part of what you're all about. We're a human, right? We're a human species. We crave touch. We crave community little babies that that don't get that touch right when they're first born they there's won't lo- develop there's, properly, re- there's so. research on that oh, yeah. i read a book Absolutely. about that shit there's like they that fucks them up for life yep. in yep. terms of how they function well, yep. and one of the events so one of the first events i met you at was the one we did at l2 the charity event and yep. that was one of the things that kind of highlighted because it was like sunday morning it was like right. so early but like the atmosphere was much different than like we run a lot of strength stuff so the atmosphere was different because we were running a different style of class with mm-hmm. different people and new blood in it and it was like the atmosphere changed quite a bit in a good way. And like, that's the kind of stuff that I see fitness as it's kind of like you kind of get people to where they want to be. Right. And then what that is, is whatever it is. Like we were talking about walking, taking a walk in the park and then going to have a glass of wine. That's still fitness. Yeah, some people sure. want to do that for sure. And depending on, you know, you, everybody's different. Like there's no one size fits all for fitness, right? You're, you're, uh, I saw with Canada Post yesterday, they were talking about now they're, they're phasing out or they're going to get rid of the idea of going to the, the community mailboxes. Yeah. And there was a guy that was pretty, pretty pissed off. Yeah. He had, I think it was hip surgery or something. And now he was going to have to walk to their community box. Yeah. It's like, you know, your, your doctor, I mean, you're, you have limited mobility for sure. Yeah. But doctor today, day after surgery for most people, like you're up, you're not oh, laying yeah. around in bed. So that walk to the, to the corner i mean that's that's fitness right for that guy that's fitness that's going to help him that, to recover that's going to that help him with that his, guy's life you know whereas you know somebody from for like us i mean a walk to to pick up our mail is is no big deal going to the gym three four five times a week doing you know some some yoga whatever that's yeah. that's fitness for for different people so again you know no no one size fits all for everybody when it was like i have this conversation with a lot of people at the gym when we do our classes and they're like doing our hit classes and i always say like i would never do what you're doing you guys are crazy like well, yeah. why not i'm like i just i feel like conditioning is like punishment because i played football for yeah. like 15 years and like i hate conditioning yeah. i don't want to do that i'll do strength training thank you and like two different ideas but they just didn't get it but like i was trying to explain to them like i just Feel it's different for me, and I yep. want to do this. Plus, this, you this. look ridiculous on video when you're doing <laughs> running around and, and kind of stuff. I was athletic one at one point, <laughs> way back when. Dean's greatest com- contribution to uh, the online space is videos of him doing shit awkwardly. Yeah, pretty <laughs> no. much. Um, now, running. speaking of greatest <laughs> nice. contributions, what would you see Yang Fitness? YEG Fitness. What, what, okay, here's a question. Is it YEG Fitness or is it YEG Fitness? You know, it's, I think we started it off YEG. Yeah. We, we, I say YEG. We, we got on, I, I, we got to give, I got to give my, be a little bit uh, uh, pompous, I guess. Well, we got on that YEG trend before <laughs> YEG was popular. So I got to say that first. I think there was YEG Live was the first thing for concerts. And then we started YEG Fitness. But yeah, it's we started at YEG and then that just took long, too, took too long to say. So we... Just we condensed it to so Yeg. So it is Yeg. Yeah. All right. So Yeg. But it was YG. So what, yeah. But it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> what would you see? What would you hope? What could Yeg Fitness as a entity, what could its greatest contribution be to people, to the fitness industry? I think it's just the connections, right? I mean, from the get-go, we we never wanted to be a magazine that, that um, 
that showed fitness in the way of a typical fitness magazine. And again, no offense to Muscle Fitness, Shape, whatever. No, offense to the... No, and I mean, we we said at the beginning, we we weren't going to... I have a a daughter who's now almost 20. And I said from the beginning, you know, uh, mental health, whole body health, um, majority, a large percentage of our readers are women. So we wanted to target or tailor to that audience and we said from the beginning we were never going to put a picture of a woman on the cover in a provocative position with her with her tits hanging out oh yeah we talk about that every episode you know and that's that's not us that's good for some other magazines it sells magazines we're never going to be the magazine that puts on their front cover lose 10 pounds in two weeks that's again that's not us so we're i mean we like the fact that we sort of bucked the trend a little bit with with fitness magazines where we didn't go that route at all Right, we we want to promote fitness as being a lifestyle thing and a whole body lifestyle, mental, physical, nutritional, the whole the whole gamut. And I mean, I I see us continuing to to grow in that direction. We'll we'll never take you know uh, uh, we'll never take an ad just for the sake of taking an ad if they're promoting something that's not healthy or something that goes against you know our own our own. I guess you mean there are no beliefs. diarrhea cleanse yeah, yeah, ads right? in your magazine. Right? No, okay. no. No, and we've been not asked. Science, not the science proves it. We've been asked by some, you know, some companies to put an ad or to post an article about their weight loss program, and it's like, you know, what's it's just a starvation, starvation diet. Like, if it's fine for you to eat healthy, I mean, that's a big component of of balanced lifestyle is to eat healthy. But if you're promoting eating 1,200 calories a day to lose 10 pounds in two weeks, that's not healthy, and and that's not for us. If people want to do that, that's totally yeah. fine. That's your prerogative. You know, different people, different. Make your own decisions. But that's that's not something that that we that we want to advocate. I guess. Well, that's one thing you can control with the magazine. I guess is that idea of not caring what like fitness is something for everyone. Yep. But there is there is a line, and that's what we we talk about extremism on either side of the spectrum. Yeah. Almost every episode, and you kind of stay away from that because on either end of those spectrums is probably a place that most people don't want or shouldn't be yeah generally and you'd be you know you'd be surprised well maybe you wouldn't be surprised i mean we did have a we did have a um uh, a fitness model who was on our cover she was in a what do you call it physique physique composition is that right so she she was in that awesome woman very ripped she dedicated strong very fit right had that was our cover model didn't have her boobs hanging out she wasn't in short shorts or anything was wearing what you know typical person would wear to the wear to the gym and the flack we got over that on our cover. And it was like, you know, it wasn't flack in the sense that we were posting a, a provocative yeah. woman on the cover. It was like, here's a woman who's extremely fit, very muscular. Yeah. And we got comments of that's not womanly. That's, yeah. you know, she looks like a man. And it's like, Jesus. you know, it's, we don't make comments either way, right? Yeah. I mean, we, if, if, if we have somebody who's a little heavier on our cover, you know, we're not here to judge. And why can't we support each other? This woman who, who I know works her ass off. She's at the gym constantly. She eats properly. She she puts her life on hold to, to train for these competitions. What, what does her physique being stronger or looking stronger have to do with her not being womanly or taking steroids as, yeah. you know, I had a, about 100, 100 <laughs> messages saying she looks like she's on steroids. And this is this is one of the ugly things. We're talking, Dean mentioned extremism. You get extremism from both sides with this particular example. And yeah, this is a hardworking person who should yeah. be able, you should be able to feature. You have the, the nastiness of uh, the fit shaming where, oh, like she looks like a man. First of all, like people, if you're... Th- putting that out there you guys just gotta fuck off with that idea because that's that's just evil like leave that alone women men 
you can build a physique in ever any way, shape, or form you want. And on the other end of that is the extremism of, and I tend to shit on this a little bit. I'm a huge supporter of body acceptance and anyone feeling good in their own skin. Yeah. But when that is taken to extremes, when people are denying the science and the evidence behind the relationship between obesity and long-term poor health outcomes, yeah. and I've had encounters on social media where someone is screaming and raving and cherry-picking information that to try to support that argument, and that's dangerous and irresponsible too. So you're going to get both of those sides criticizing that person. It's a shame that you even have to deal with that stuff. And, and I would hope that we could grow beyond that stuff. Yeah, not going to happen. And appreciate a person who worked really hard. But again, part of it, why and it's not here. it's not to say that society it's not it, it could happen at some point. But again, it's been ha- it's getting worse now with social media because oh, for sure because more people have a voice. Right. And then you're going to get either people on either end of those spectrums, and we'll call them evil people or trolls or whatever. They're yeah. going to like again, who's reading that magazine is going to they probably have to send you an email because yeah. like it's not like it's not like they can just message you. They're sending you an email bitching about your cover yeah about something they actually have no idea about which makes no sense and it's that that sort of drive-by i don't know drive-by attack drive-by mentality now like you said with social media where you can make a comment about anything and you don't have to back it up at all right and like how do you know like again you know her you've had conversations with her you know her training regime why you think you just picked some muscular chick to represent like they don't think about the whole back end of it like oh no we just we just get we picked her out in two minutes and put it on the cover and there you go we didn't even think about what we were doing like (laughs) so we have nothing invested in this probably didn't imagine that there was anything wrong with this nor is there no and you know the the sad thing is i mean i I try not to as i've gotten older i'm 44 now i I don't i don't give a fuck what people think about me (laughs) anymore i mean being a business owner i have to be cognizant of of the fact that i i own a business so when those comments came in you know i couldn't go off and be like you're a fucking asshole right like you kind of want you kind of want to because you know dude person's going to take a screenshot or whatever they're going to post it on their instagram and then all of a sudden oh well this is this is what happens when you when you don't agree with yeg fitness well i guess it's like you said you always wanted to come out and play neutral so you have to play like even if you have your beliefs generally you're not going to push up with them and Unfortunately, you represent the magazine in those types of settings. So you right. have to kind of play by the rules yeah. a little bit, which and is it's, fair. it's tough. I mean, I've got, I mean, I've got the Yeg Fitness Instagram and, and social media. I've got my own yeah. personal and, and my own personal. I've, I've always been a fan of, you know, be yourself with your own personal, personal pages on Instagram. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fake person on, yeah. on my social media. What you see on my social media is, is what you're going to get in, in real life. I'm not going to put out a, you know, this, yeah. this mystical persona of perfection or, or whatever. I drink beer. I I <laughs> swear at the Oilers when they when they lose five nothing. Right? There's something wrong with you. Don't drink a little bit. Right? Even yeah. if you have Zach Cassie on the cover, you're still yeah. mad uh, when he takes a dumbass penalty and they lose. <laughs> you know, Zach. Again, again, it's you know on on the ice and then yeah in person in person. I mean, I love Zach. We were we were at the. Uh, I took my son to the San Jose game in the finals or in the playoffs last year. Yeah. And it was at the game where Zach laid those best game he had all year. Oh, yeah. Knew we needed to get him on the cover right away and met the guy. I mean, he agreed to be on the cover, met him. He was the most polite guy. You know, you see Zach on the on the ice and you're like, he's going to be a tough prick. He's, he's going to be crazy. Right? He's just a beast. He's a strong, tough guy. He's going to be a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. And then you meet him in person. He's just the most genuine genuine do, guy out there do you see so have you talked does he and maybe this is a better question he's like internet famous for his his eyes and like there's so many memes oh, yeah. on reddit with him like it's actually kind of crazy yeah. like he's one of the more famous dudes in terms of the nhl yeah. for like literally his antics on the ice yeah. is he does he is he aware of that 
I don't know. I think, I mean, he's a very intense guy yeah. for sure. Um, you know, he, he talks about when he's playing hockey, um, he's, he's in yeah. the zone. Yeah. And then when he's not playing hockey, he's doing his own thing. He's riding his Harley. He's, he's back home out East and, you know, he, he doesn't yeah. focus on hockey during the, well, I just wonder if he has like a collection on his phone of all the memes <laughs> on the internet. Of <laughs> just because there's a, there's, and maybe it's because we're in Edmonton, I see them more, but yeah. I'm fairly sure like some of them went viral because he like. <laughs> well, the they, one where he was up against the glass yeah. and the fan was right there. And he's like staring him down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, he's uh, definitely a, a genuine guy. And, and that's the thing we found with a bunch of the, you know, people that we have had on the cover. Yeah. You know, you might have, yeah, they might have been something you've seen on somebody you've seen on TV, you've seen them at a sporting event, yeah. whatever. And maybe, you know, they have that kind of, uh, I don't know, that, that professional personality where I'm a sports figure. I'm, yeah. I'm somebody who's famous and, and then you meet them and they're actually not that way. I say to my wife all the time, it's like, you know, in, in high school, you'd never, I don't know, for myself personally, I didn't have the guts to go up to the, like the hot girl and ask the hot girl to go out on a date. And my wife's pretty good looking. And she, uh, she's like, yeah, you know, the, the hot girls in high school were the ones often that were didn't get invited out or didn't get yeah. asked out because nobody wanted to to ask them because they figured they never had a chance and that's the case with a lot of these people that we've we've talked to you know they're it's, not those standoffish and we found the same thing and, and funny you said that it's just we've had some fairly big names on this podcast and it literally was like Andrew just messaged them and like hey do you want to do it and we're like they say yeah and you're like what and yeah. then they end up being like not totally different but much cooler than they come off oh, on. well I mean we met. Dr. Mike Gisertel here in town and, and, and Mike is just this chill laid back dude. Yeah. You almost sort of seem like he was eager to be like Involved friendly and engaging and, because and you'd be like, man, Mike you're like, you're like a millionaire and like, you're so big. And like, he literally, it was like right over his head. Mm-hmm. Didn't even care. Yeah. He didn't see, you know, he's not, he's not seeing it that same, yeah. that same way. We're all seeing it. Um, something that we should hit on before, because we're not, we don't have too much time here, TG. We, you got to get going soon. But uh, I want to ask you about, or at least let our listeners know about, you've got the YEG Fitness Awards yeah. coming up. So, you know, what's that all about? Like, just tell us a bit about that. This will be our third third year we've ran it. Second year we've ran it as like a, a larger event. Um, we've we've left it as a reader's choice. Um, there's so many different, you know, it's not just fitness studios. It's not just personal trainers. Um, even, even with different types of classes that are happening, there's wellness providers, physio, chiropractors, uh, there's healthy restaurants, there's some great city, uh, city facilities, city rec centers, those types of things. So, uh, starting in, when do we start at August, end of August, every year we run it for two months and we leave it open to our, our readers to vote for their, for their favorites. Um, at the end of the two months, we select the top five that were voted on. And then we have our awards night in February, where we showcase all of the all of the nominees, and then celebrate celebrate the nominees, but then also celebrate the winners. We try to take a sort of a back stance to it, where it's not us that are saying, you know, here's the top five that we think are the top five, yeah. and now you guys vote on it. We leave it up to up to our readers to uh, to do. Well, it could, yeah. I could get dangerous. I know, I know, there's I know. Where the, the conversation off, but was an off, go. But off uh, air conversation yeah. about a certain fitness uh, professional is entirely an uh, inappropriate word in the city. And if all of a sudden, like he got his voter base yeah. going in there, well, I'll be. And, you, and that goes to even. <laughs> you couldn't. You just it, couldn't go there. Yeah, and, and you know we've we play with the idea of like as soon as we're involved with it, even if it's us going in and checking out the studio and we're picking it, then it becomes, ah, 
we, we've always had the magazine be about our readers and about Edmontonians, not about us pushing an agenda. So we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to tell people what the best studio is. We want people to go out and explore. And then if we've got, say, the top, I don't know, there's not 10, 10 spin studios, but if there's, you know, the top four or top five, I guess, spin studios in Edmonton and one spin studio keeps winning, then maybe it gets people out to check that place out. But maybe they also go check out the other, the other companies that have been, have been nominated. But I mean, yeah, right. It does create a, a popularity, well, and I, a popularity I think contest. The, can, the can problem you run into, and it's not, I don't even know if it's a problem, is that when you look at, it's YEG, YG, YEG Fitness, people will assume that you're the fitness authority. And not that you're not, but you, you're a magazine and then you're popularizing. Those votes come from people reading your magazine. Yeah. And then people will automatically think it's everyone in Edmonton thinking it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it'll get different when it gets bigger. And, and not that it's not big. No. And I mean, when, when we do the, when we do the shout outs, you know, whether it's on Instagram yeah. or even on the page itself, you know, the first, first line on there is this is, you know, this is our reader's choice. Yeah. So it's, it's not, and we make that, dis- I mean, you have to put a disclaimer on everything, <laughs> hot coffee, whatever nowadays, right? Fuck. So we, we do that so that people, hopefully yeah. people take the time to read that before they go to vote and they see that, you know, these are the, these are the choices made by, by our readers. What, and, and that makes total sense. It's, it's one of those things where like, I could see people getting offended, like, well, I'm a good trainer. Why didn't I get it on that? And you're yeah. like, at the end of the day, it's not about them or their people. They should yeah. just have people to vote. And I think that once more people start recognizing that, Hey, maybe I want to be recognized for that award, then maybe you'll do some groundwork to get that award. Exactly. And I mean, you, you know, you're always going to have with voting, you're always going to have a popularity. Con- yeah. I mean, voting in a lot of times is a popularity contest. We said we wouldn't have a president down in the States if it wasn't a, popularity contest yeah. oprah said she's not running in 2020 because she doesn't have the 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 time or the what does she say the stamina or whatever for it and <sighs> please listen mother to, of god uh, no like, <laughs> I, I, no, I more, like no oprah, more celebrities no, no more running celebrities. countries and here or in the u.s i'm listening to sonic god. this morning and, and garner was saying you know maybe it's time that people who actually have some experience in politics run the country you know and <laughs> and that's you know that's exactly it it's 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 uh uh, I guess people are people tired who, of their dirty tricks. Well, too, but, it, right? but is that your whole stance with it? And like, and that's totally fine. Is that because one of our one of the things we want to touch on is how do you kind of decipher quality between quality and popularity? And yeah. do you even care? Because like honestly, you might not even care because it's about your readers. Yeah, and I mean, it's if we were to do it as us deciding, yeah, then it puts us as a magazine puts us in an awkward yeah. awkward position. If we decided, let's say, let's say for example, one of our advertisers was. We, we had gone to five five studios or whatever that we thought were, were really good places and we chose this chiropractor. Mm-hmm. We chose this physiotherapist and as the best in the city and they're advertising in the magazine. Then instantly people are going to be like, well, of course you're going to select that guy. Why didn't you? Why didn't you select us? So that's kind of why we've taken the stance. You on. have Let's to be just leave it. We do. We do. And I mean, it would be great for us to go out and vet all these places and make sure but I mean, at the end of the day, we do want to just leave it, leave it open for our, our readers to decide. Yes, you're going to have some spin studios that get or some yoga studios that get a ridiculous number of people who, who come out to them. But you know what? If a, if a huge number of people are going out to that studio, they're probably doing something good to attract that, that well, number of people. And, and Absolutely. It, it goes to like even like 
awards of any type, usually the cream rise at the top. Yeah. So are you mad because they won every year or are you <laughs> mad because you weren't good enough to win? And, and again, I don't know if that's the case, but popularity will generally outline, at least in terms of monetary value, they, they're doing well. Yeah. Well, like L2 are all over the awards, right? Like, well, just, is yeah. It, is, who's, is it Landon or is it Laura are nominated for Laura the and Anthony. Laura and Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, then, the and we didn't really right? put it out there. We're just hoping, like, and so like, again, like, I guess it's, it's affirmation that we're doing things right, but it was, Absolutely. it was a whole idea of, we didn't even know how the process worked. We just got up on there and like, I guess people voted for us. We're like, yeah. sweet. And we get, you know, last year we had that, that comment from a few people where it's like, we, can you let us know that we've been nominated or when this is so that we can share it with our yeah. readers so they can vote for us? I'm like, well, I don't, we don't want to, we don't want you to say, hey guys, you know, vote for us for this. We want it to be a little bit more organic. We know some people are going to do that. We, we have it set up where people have to put in email accounts yeah. so we know it's tracking, you know, one email account oh. per vote. We check the IP addresses. So, I mean, we, oh, yeah. we do our due diligence to make sure somebody didn't just go vote, 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 vote. I was even looking at that. I'm like, I wonder if you could just go vote, 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 vote. Yeah. And it was the like, it, 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 wouldn't, we'll it wouldn't let you go on IP yeah. games. And we checked now, the IP address. I'm sure there's ways around oh, it, but like, but like, God. I could figure out a way around it, but like, it would have been way too much effort. Yeah. So I didn't. God, I hope no one cares that much. <laughs> <laughs> to make a script. <laughs> I don't think they could. Well, they yeah, they could, but but that makes it it, it made it harder. There was a barrier to the idea of popularity because it was literally just one vote, and you know what, ninety nine point nine percent of people wouldn't know how to hack the yep. system anyways. And I mean, I, I I think maybe as we continue to do it, maybe we wind up having you know the top five yeah. that are voted on, and then we get a panel yeah. together. You know, similar to let's say what uh, I don't know, Avenue Magazine does their yeah. what top thirty top thirty under thirty, so they get yeah. however many hundreds of nominations and then they have a panel that Pick that up. actually chats with them. I, I'm not sure if that's how it goes, but I mean, you know, to have maybe a group of people who go out, we get some of our readers who go out, they check out the different studios, so if they check out, that would be pretty extensive to go in for physio and, well, and check and everything. When but, this all started, it's not like you're thinking about how do we make this awards? Like the like you guys made a magazine and you did, it was, this is cool way to highlight people. We're not even at that point yet. Yeah, so yeah. it was just kind of like, let's get it out there. And yeah. I think people are just critical of that's trying crazy. shit. Any, people are, if we try new things, people are just critical anyways. It's like that magazine cover. People are going to say shit regardless yep. yeah uh, if, if people are commenting on it or if there's any discussion they maybe don't agree with what it is well it gets people talking at yep. least right and, yep. and maybe like you said if someone really cares about being involved in this sort of thing well maybe they'll put themselves out there and they'll go through the steps yep. to be more on the radar right? and we've or never marshal their people to I've support never been, yank fitness yeah and, and just the community in general i mean i've never been somebody who's who hasn't been open to criticism because i think i think criticism is it helps you to improve Right. I mean, yeah. as a teacher, we we make comments on a kid's paper. It's not like we're saying, you know, you're the dumbest kid out there. We're making this comment because we want you to. They used to. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're we, both in your 40s. We, we they have used a different, to do. different take on it now. <laughs> the whole they educational they, philosophy. The strap was back in your days. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me was too. it? Oh, for sure. Jesus. For sure. I had that a couple times. I'm only 30. And it was, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember something like a belt or something on the wall. And I was in yeah. That stuff started going away real fast. But yeah, <laughs> this is Newfoundland after all I grew up in. So. Yeah. I mean, I think if, if, if there's criticism for the purposes of making it better, then if, I mean, and we're, I mean, I'm, I'm the most open to, to I face a lot of criticism all the time, but you know, some of it, some of it, you got to weed out the, like you said, the trolls. And then some of it, you have to be like, you know what, that, that person has a valid point. Maybe that's something that we need to, we need to change next year or modify a little bit. Well, and, and go about that. Cause we could talk about the words, but like, again, <laughs> deciphering trolls and all that's out there. Essentially Edmonton has a bunch of shit going on. Yeah. And like, how do you, or how have you positioned yourself or how do you position yourself to kind of have your finger on the pulse per se of what's actually happening? Cause there's a lot. Yeah. 
we're huge fitness wise. I don't know what the per capita, but I think we have the most personal trainers per capita. Yeah. And there's a lot of fitness in this community. Yeah, there is. I think for, for us, it's trying to get out to as many events and, and being involved in the community as, yeah. as much as we can. Um, social media has definitely made it easier to see, yeah. you know, what's, what's going on in the city. Um, we're pretty quick to find out if there's a new studio that's opening or, you know, we talked about trends at the beginning. It's kind of easy to, with social media to pick up on some of the trends, maybe that haven't happened here yet, yeah. but they're happening in other cities. And you know that Edmonton is always a little typically about, you know, a year or so behind the, the trends that are hitting some of the yeah. you know, New York city or whatever. You look at juiceries, for example, yeah. and I mean, they're, they're, well, they can sustain other, themselves in those big cities. Yeah, and then yeah. they, the they model needs to be proven and, and then it comes here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, plant-based diets. And I mean, for, for guys like you, it's, it's no plant-based. No, I know. And <laughs> I, I have the same, I have the same problem and I'm nowhere near, nowhere near your guy's size. Um, but then you, you see guys like, like EJ, EJ yeah. Paris with, with KB and co as a, as an influencer, as an ambassador yeah. there and plant-based diet, the guy's Huge. ginormous. And I mean, it, it, I'm sure, you know, with your diet, you have to make sure you're eating the right thing, but it's, you know, it's trends like that, that, uh, that you pick up on. Sometimes they don't work in every city or, you know, yeah. in every situation, but I think social media has been one of the easier ways for us to kind of keep a pulse on well, what's happening. And that goes to the next idea of like, so we talked about even fitness professionals being mad they're not on the list. Well, how do fitness professionals, especially in the city, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. How do they come to, I guess, be known or contribute or be kind of on your guys' radar, just even yeah. be noticed in that sense? Out, yeah. Posting content. Yeah. That's, to be honest, that's where we find a lot of the people. We talked about Michael before. Yeah. Um, that's, that's how I was. Michael Beach. It was my, that's how yeah. I found out about yeah. it. It was like, I saw my, actually my wife saw him make some smoothie with Mio and then, this yeah. guy goes to the mountains. We like the mountains. And yeah. I was like, I like Mike. Let's yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's, there's some great things. Chris C who's with Blitz. I yeah, mean, yeah. he's, he's on, he's on radio. He's yeah. on TV. He, uh, scientist by trade, you know, smart guy. We, we, we don't want, I mean, with the magazine, I mean, we're not targeting, we're not going after, um, the, necessarily the person who's got the PhD and yeah. whatever, because the jargon for, for a lot of people, the jargon just gets lost once you oh, get yeah. too, too science-y. That's why I do infographics because like you yeah. take that stuff and I teach being a teacher, but like yeah. dumb it down. Essentially make dumb, it, make it edible. Is yeah. one today, well, by the time you listen to this, it'll be like a week old, but uh, is of a dog taking a shit. Literally, you just need to go see it there's in some, context. Th there's, there's some context. <laughs> but it's that whole making things digestible for people because again, your YG Fitness, you had everything a science magazine, you will attract those types of people, which is yeah. going to be a large, less crowd i guess it won't be as popular yeah and i mean we're that's that's who we want that's who we want writing for us i mean we yeah. we don't pay our writers our writers write for us because they've got something to say i mean we're not we're not a huge magazine we don't yeah. have budgets where we can you, pay you're not make you're not quitting your teaching job oh you know no <laughs> one <laughs> my, day my wife is probably just I hear this buzzing well we're not on the air yet but uh she's like no you're not you're not <laughs> teaching you're quitting you're not quitting your, your people teaching ask us job. that about the podcast dude like when are you yeah, gonna, like yeah. are you gonna make money off I'm no. like, I, at the this point i'm not even i made on i'm not even i think i've we're we're in debt from the podcast yeah. in yeah. terms of like, directly <laughs> sure but you know what? We but get, it's that whole value we get messages all the time from trainers and enthusiasts like a guy who i've known for a decade just messaged me and so he's going to come in and he's probably actually going to work with me so sure like it kind of pays me but yeah like i found out that he's been following like almost every guest as we've aired them and he's following what they're saying yeah. and he's taking stuff from it and building this program and he's gotten a ton out of it and he's getting consistent and i had no idea he was even listening 
and they just message me with the stuff and we get like like I said uh, a lot of young personal trainers messaging us or sharing us on their social media that they're listening to this podcast because they're getting a ton out of it yep. so if that's the kind of impact we're having well that sort of pays for itself because we're not motivated actually the book I just read and we'll get to a book question yeah. for you I just read a book called Drive by Daniel Pink and it really goes into uh, intrinsic motivation is being really powerful yeah. and getting away from like extrinsic reward pay for things as an incentive yeah well that's so, why we started it was just yeah. it's probably similar but the per content network i guess create a community yeah and like <laughs> i was i'm also very logical i knew it wasn't going to make money so it had to be intrinsic at, at the moment because i wasn't going like hey let's make a podcast to make money i knew that was a stupid idea so it was more yeah. like, I just want to do it because it'll help everything I'm doing. It's in well, addition that's, to. That's right. And I think you're, like a lot of, we talked about trends and things. Yeah. And I mean, that's a good, it's a good model, I think, for, for businesses, you know, if they have something to say. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there's so many podcasts out. You've yeah. got to be unique. You've got to have something that your listeners are going to be, are going to be interested in. But for fitness professionals, it's definitely a way to, you said, somebody's listening to you and now you're going to be working with them. It is a, it's a whole idea of content. And I guess yeah, that's on similar messages is that your magazines about content will give something that is content and then you can put it out there. Cause that's right. at this point, and it happens a lot, especially with young trainers is that they're like, well, how do I do this? How do you do that? You know what? Start telling people messages, yeah. like take your information in your brain and get people to understand that. Cause people generally won't know who you are unless you make them know who you are. That's right. You gotta like, have something. Unless something you're like out. really good, they may find you. But again, a business model wise or even attention wise, that's not going to be the best way to get attention. Just hope people will come. Yeah. Like maybe, but percentages are pretty low on that one. <laughs> just inter- and even being in Edmonton, let's just say in Edmonton, you're not in New York. You can't place yourself in the middle of downtown and people just flock to you. Yeah. Because it's it's a numbers game. Yeah. So no, it is for sure. We gotta get TJ out of here. He's yeah, got okay. somewhere to be. So uh, real quick, you got a great book that uh, you'd recommend to everybody that's yeah. made a difference for you. You know what. I read, I read so much as a science teacher. I read so much on that already. I, I, um, with the magazine, I mean, I'm catching up on trends and those types of things. So, I mean, a lot of my reading is, uh, I don't know, fiction, historical fiction. One maybe that's like a, an inspiring story. And I kind of alluded to this earlier about as I've gotten older and, and not giving a shit what people think, um, Mitch Ablom, Ablom Tuesdays with Maury, um, Mitch uh, visits <laughs> visits Maury, who was his, I think it was a sociology instructor, something like 15 years yeah. earlier, has uh, has ALS, so Lou Gehrig's disease, yeah. and is kind of, well, is, is dying because he's got Lou Gehrig's, and Maury visits, or um, Mitch Ablom visits him, uh, I think it's 16 visits or something, he's a newspaper writer, and they go on strike, and he comes and visits him on Tuesdays, and um, Maury's sort of teaching him life lessons, right? He's on his way out and yeah. Mitch is sort of in the in the, the the thick of things with business and corporate world and making money so he can buy more things and worrying about what society thinks about him and, and living to that, uh, uh, everything that's in the media, yeah. right? You got to look this way. You got to do this. You got to have this car. You got to have this house and whatever. And Maury teaches him life lessons, like, you know, separate yourself from society. You don't need to... to validate what society says about you yeah do you, know, you validate yourself you know yeah. do your own thing right and i think from the time time i read that book was probably around the t- same time when i i really did start to start to give a shit i mean everybody always is you know not are people gonna like me i mean yeah. i was definitely a lot more like that when i was in high school and, yeah. and junior high you know doing things so that people would 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 like you but uh you know, you do like to be validated by other people, I'm sure. But yeah. nowadays, it's more 
since reading that book, probably more of the validate myself yeah. more than anything else. I don't need to, I mean, skinny guy. I've always been a lean guy. Well, I, in, in junior high and high school, like, what I was six foot in grade seven, eight, so you were skinny. and 110 pounds, 120 pounds. <laughs> okay. So I was a skinny, that's, that's skinny. You've skinny guy. And then, you, you know, as I got older, I, I got into exercise, worked out, whatever. And, and I think my max was maybe 220 yeah. at six feet. And that was working out constantly, eating constantly, poor lifestyle, just because that's all I would do. And now I've slimmed back to my one in 90 that that's probably healthy for my body type. And it's less about, go, for me, it's less about going to the gym to impress people by, you know, how strong or how big my muscles are or whatever. And more about, for me personally, just focusing on my health and wellness. I've had injuries from, you know, my body type isn't designed to, and we can talk about yeah. this later, but to squat, you know, like... Yeah. 350 pounds like you know legs are long upper body we talked about that that one thing i'm like, I'm like don't squat that right way. right and <laughs> like, i mean hinging properly yeah. it's like well if i do if, I, if i'm doing deadlifts I'll, i bang the bar on my knees all the time right so for me it's more about functional fitness rather than just uh you know having big biceps or whatever and i mean that that ties into the not giving a not giving a shit about what what other people think i guess well, I think that's a good message for anyone. And I guess, like, I'm just turning 30. I'm getting, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm getting out of that rat race yeah. already. And I'm, like, seeing the advantages of, like, I guess being self-serving in terms of what I want to do. And, and life quality has gone to the roof because of it. And yeah. I think that like, that's a good message for anyone. Again, don't not, sometimes you have to do certain things to get where you need to go. For but sure. But there's going to be a point where, like, you realize the bigger picture. And again, I mean, for some people, I mean, I've seen some... Uh, we we uh, we had a firefighter in our magazine, boy, last couple of years ago. We saw him out at an event in Edmonton, and man, he's fifth, maybe fifty. Kicks my ass, like strong. I mean, he's a firefighter, yeah. so he has to be. But we were out at a, a fitness event in Edmonton and did the the um, what do you call it, our obstacle course yeah. thing. And at the end, there was the ramp, and he was the only guy all day that was able to run up the he's ramp 50. and get to the top. And he's 50. And I mean, I've seen guys who are 50, 60 years old that are squatting and deadlifting huge amounts of weight still at their age. So, I mean, age isn't, age isn't necessarily a factor if you're doing it properly. You're talking yeah. about form, etc. right? Doing it properly to make sure that you're, you get that form yeah. at the beginning and then you're adding, adding the weight. But for me personally, it's, all the injuries and everything I've had from it. Whether You're just that's in, trying to enjoy it or, as part of exactly. an addition to your lifestyle. I love fitness. I don't want to be, you know, 85, 90 years old sitting on my sitting on my porch and throwing rocks at kids that are walking on my lawn or whatever. Get off I, my I lawn. Wanna, I want to be chasing the kids <laughs> off my lawn and running them down the block. <laughs> You, but he wants to chase kids and oh, run yeah. them away. Well, you like, know, it's yeah. all those pent up, pent up years of teaching and not being able to. The to, second you're done, yeah, you, that's when your perspective will change. Um, where can our audience learn more about you and or the magazine? So, kind of, where's the place where they're going to get the most? I guess get to you the fastest. Yeah, I think. I mean, engagement would be on on Instagram or social media. So yeah. at Yeg Fitness uh, website yegfitness.com or .ca, super easy, lots of articles on there. But I mean, seeing what's going on in the community and and what we're doing in the community, definitely check us out on social media. Cool. And I think um, with that, we're done. We're done. TJ, thank you so much for your time. This was amazing. It's actually really cool to uh, explore this a little bit deeper. And uh, guys, anyone, especially Edmonton-based, you know, check these guys out because this is going to be a great way to stay on top of what is going on in Edmonton. And if you are one of the fitness professionals locally who 
wants to get involved in this or at least be a little bit more on the radar, well, you know what? Follow it. Create your own content network with these guys. And that may open some doors for you, too. Yep. Uh, and, you know, keep your head on straight and don't do stupid shit. And then they won't want to deal with you. So uh, <laughs> for everybody else, it gives you a little insight into what's going on in our Edmonton world. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we should be bringing you a really cool, more internationally renowned guest uh, in our next episode. We're going to. What, TJ's not in- internationally renowned? <laughs> not yet. Not we're yet. Getting One day. Yeah. Uh, we've got Eric Bach uh, coming up. So we're going to record with him. And then uh, by the time you're hearing this, you probably, uh, you, well, It'll be about a week away when you get to hear Eric, but Eric's going to be really great. So, guys, in the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We appreciate your continued support, and we've got a lot more coming up in the not-too-distant future. Shut up and sit down.